But good morning to all. It's great to see everyone in the house, new new faces, familiar faces, and everyone in between. We love to have you here and always want you to feel welcome. Um, you know, I, I spent, it's a terrible idea to give me so many months in advance to try to prepare something because your mind will flip and flop and flip and flop. But I got to thinking, and as y'all know, we were both welcome back. And I've really been thinking a lot. Miracles of Christ. We hear so many physical miracles. And we see so many things that's done through Christ. But we don't ever think about spiritual miracles. They're both important. But are not the spiritual miracles the same as the physical if you want to turn your books over to Luke 7, 21 through 22, that's where I'm going to be reading from. And it says, At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sickness, and evil spirits, and gave sight to many who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. That's powerful. I mean, truly powerful. My life has been a series of up and downs. Most of you know, some of you know the deeper sides of me, those who studied the Bible with me. And y'all were there when I was saved by Christ. He's always been with me, whether I chose to see it or not, and whether I chose to be ignorant about it. But he's been with me since day one. He was just waiting, saying to come home. And even after a year later, after I was baptized, and I went my own way trying to figure things out. He said, just come home. And that's why I'm standing here today. I was spiritually healed. I've had a lot of physical miracles, but I've had a lot of spiritual miracles. I'm not the man that I was, and I'm not the man that I will be. But that's going to be amazing. I'm also grateful and have a great honor, and I'm blessed with the fiance that I have and she wanted to share her miracle of Christ with you so um, kind of like you said um, Jesus provides us both spiritual and physical miracles and while I have faced both I have mostly faced the physical miracles of life so if you want to turn in your Bibles over to Matthew chapter 9 verses 20 through 22 I'll give you a second to get there it reads, Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. Many of you have seen me walk into church and barely be able to walk. Um, Micah and Barb, they kind of have an idea of my extended timeline of my physical disease. Um, but no one but Jesus really knows how he and my faith have healed me. 
So I'll give you a quick sum. Um, at birth, I showed zero genetic defects or signs or symptoms of psoriasis or psoriatic arthritis. It wasn't until I faced two physical triggers that my disease began. So at three years old, I had my ears boiled out with hydrogen peroxide by my pediatrician. And then at six years old, I fell on a cement sidewalk and I cut over my knee and that triggered my psoriasis to begin. So being only seven when I was fully diagnosed, I was too young to really fully comprehend that my physical battle would not be easily won without Jesus in my life. It's not easy being a young girl or a young child even being told you'll never get better and you'll be in a wheelchair or bed bound by your 30 years old if you don't do something about this. This fragile time in my life is also the point that I felt a twinge of resentment toward Jesus for putting this on me, someone like me, so little. Why me? It wasn't until I got older that I realized that if God made Jesus to be hung on the cross and to die for our sins, and he also made me to deal with something like this, be it a much smaller responsibility. My mother, my grandmother, and especially my great aunt Clusel, whose picture I wear around my neck today, prayed fervently over me that I would both heal and further establish my faith in Jesus. September 21st of 2020, my aunt Clusel passed away, and I promised her that I would learn more about Jesus and I would make her cry. I was fully in treatment for my psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis at this point, but I began to read my Bible and speak to Hayden and my family about baptism and how to further establish my faith. When I was baptized, the miracle took place and I immediately started healing. Two years later, my psoriasis is 100% in remission. My joint flares are limited to one to two a month and I'll be starting school to become a registered nurse in the fall. I tell you all of this to say, whatever healing you need, be it spiritual, emotional, physical, or relational, has to be done with an established faith in Christ Jesus. No medicine, no shots, no surgeries will fix you. Only faith in Jesus Christ can do that. Y'all see what I have to contend with every day. <laughs> I mean, guys, it's it's awesome getting to experience this life with her. Um, I've seen her go through a lot, and she's been through a lot with me. We faced uphills, downhills. We've had moments where we weren't sure if we were going to make it. But we stopped and remembered. We've got it. You know, I wouldn't be standing here today at all if I wouldn't have met her. You know, Christ says that he'll come out to find you and that he won't stop because just because you're one sheep doesn't make you less important. He cares more about that over the 99. So whatever miracle you have happening in your life, whether you see it or not, it's happening. Physical, spiritual, all around, mentally. He's there. He's Christ. He did it all on one cross one Savior, one blood, and it cleansed everyone. So if you're having trouble or struggling with your faith this morning as we take this cup and this bread in remembrance of Him, what does it mean to you? What miracles are you missing out on because you're focused on the mistakes, because you're focused on the depression? Whatever's happening, lay it down. There's a cross for a reason. Let's pray.
Dear Heavenly Father God, we come to you grateful for everything that you do, for the son that you gave us and the blood that you gave us. You have healed many. You healed them in an instant. Where we were crippled in sin, blind to sin, deaf, and dead in our transgressions, you healed us. You raised us to a new life. You called for a new beginning. And even when we start slipping and being the dumb sheep that we are, especially me, you come out and find us. It don't matter if it's in an oil pit or stuck in between some thorns and a broken tree. You're there, and you will lift every weight and burden if we just call upon your name. So in this time, Lord, I pray over this church that you will just heal us. Let us remember your miracles. Let us always focus on your miracles rather than what we've done wrong. But let us not take it lightly, Lord, that your blood and your body was sacrificed and it was beaten so that we wouldn't have to suffer the wrath of your Father. We love you and we praise you in Christ's holy name. Amen.
last part of contribution, and I'm reading out of Second Corinthians uh, nine. Think, yeah, nine. Uh, it'll be verses six through nine. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each one of you each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work, as it is written. They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. I was reading that, and I was like, God, what can I say to add to that? <laughs> Sometimes scripture's just plain as that. And, you know, I've talked to Nathan before, and I was trying to figure something out, and he's like, Man, sometimes one is one. <laughs> it's not one plus one and you get more. It's just that. Guys, he's given us a lot. This church family is blessed. We started here whenever J.D. and Claudette came to Huntsville, and he has made it abundant. The spirit is alive here. You walk in the room and you feel it. Someone hugs you and you feel it. So as we give this morning, whatever it may be, money, time, love, just a conversation with someone who's hurting. Do it with all your heart and be generous about it. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we come to you grateful for the gifts that you have given us, the abilities you have. Let us take this time now to give back to you, not sparingly, but generously, because even through all of our wickedness and our transgression and evil, you have offered nothing but eternal life, love, and more than that, your son. So let us give as you want us to give. In Christ's name I pray. Amen.